You're listening to The Dropouts. We're just going to hop into a quick little Q&A to kind of give you uh, this would be like indicative of what what it would be like on the calls too, where we get a little more in depth with some stuff. But we'll do a Q&A and then we'll dive into the episode content. So um, do you want to start with your questions? Or you want me sure. to start with Yeah, mine? there um, we had a, we had a few submissions. One of them is from Amy from Amy Q Survivor on Instagram. She asked how her. she's great. How did you finance the leap of faith into authenticity? Did you save up a certain amount? That's a great question. Um, I definitely recommend that people save before they take the leap. I am more of a fly by the seat of my pants kind of a gal when it comes to. I mean, I'm, I'm too, just being so. very honest. Um, I, I, you know, I had the stable job. I had like, you know, health insurance and stable job and dental insurance and all that stuff, and I was just kind of like, well, you know, it's uh, not serving me very well if I am physically ill from. Like literally I would come home from work. This is maybe like a little side note, but I would come home from work and I would sleep for three hours. Like that's not normal. You know, I I would literally take a nap for three hours, get up, have dinner back in my uh, bodybuilding days. I would go to the gym and then I would come back home and go to bed and do it again in the next day. Since I've quit nursing, I think I've taken like two naps because I just don't need them anymore. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, I had the health insurance, but it was like almost like a bandaid over a bullet hole. Cause it's, you know, but I still have health insurance, but I'm just saying like, um, all those benefits don't matter if you're making yourself sick in the process. Cause truthfully, it's like, truthfully, right. It's like, so, what, why so are now, you in this job? If it's just for that, like, let's reevaluate. Like if you're just exactly. there for insurance, like there's other, there's ways around that. And that's, a there's whole ways around it. Um, for me, I, I was seeing the momentum with the candle business and I honestly just, me quitting, and I, I know some of you have listened to the story in, in the Meet Jess and Morgan episode, episode one. Um, it was a long, long, long time coming, like five, six, seven years in, in the making of me quitting. But it was literally a impulsive moment of writing an email and, put, and sending the email. So uh, I didn't have a concrete plan. I'm going to be honest. I just knew that – I just knew I had to get out, and I, I felt – it was time. It was just time to just do it. And I knew that I, I had potential with the candle business. And honestly, it was kind of like, once I let go of nursing, it really lit a fire under my ass to make candles work because I had to, you know, it was, it kind of gave me the space that I needed to be like, well, now it's time because you don't have your salt, your quote unquote solid income. But, um, I kind of always lean on, you can't build a full-time business doing it part-time. And so at some point you're going to have to just make the leap you're just gonna have to do it like all the people that are like yeah you gotta make sure that you're making as much as if not more than the job that you're working currently to make the switch it's like okay that's not realistic you people do build a nest egg people are planners like I listened to Luke at Johnson Co Woodwork and he built up a nest egg before he left his engineering job to pursue um woodworking full-time that was probably the smartest thing to do. I did not do that, but <laughs> listen, so, maybe but, listen to Luke. But you don't maybe have listen to, to Luke, do that. But you don't have to do that because I am like living proof that I just made it work. And I honestly, I just like reinvest a lot of my money right now back into the business to scale it, and I'm super comfortable with that. And that's just how I've been operating. Is like, okay, I make the money and I put it back in to buy more product. And I know at some point I'm going to kind of like have to take a season of 
letting that marinate and grow and and stop putting all my money back into it. But at this moment, I'm riding the wave of growth and I'm just, I don't want to get too big too fast, but I'm also taking advantage of the momentum. So um, that is so important to know, to even just to recognize like the reinvestment part, because when you have a normal nine to five job or whatever job that you're working for someone else and you're you're collecting a paycheck and that's what you're doing, running a business is different. You know, a lot of it is reinvesting and Mm -hmm. working a lot. And um, that's something I also realized when I left healthcare and took the leap into full time. And I, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's a big aspect too. I'm sure we can go on a tangent on that, but we can, we can save that for another time. Yeah. But I think um, I, I would definitely recommend that if somebody has curiosity about something, follow that curiosity while you're simultaneously having the job that pays your bills. And then if you're starting to see that there's potential, there will come a point in time where you're going to just have to be scared and make the jump and do it anyways. And here's the thing, like for me, I was like, if this really, if I really just like fall flat on my face, are there like 900 other nursing jobs I could go get? Yeah. It's like, do you think you could go find another job that you're doing that's even similar to help pay your bills or whatever. And I, I, I was so against nursing when I left and had, I was so jaded that I was like, I will go work for UPS or something. I'll deliver packages. I'll do anything except nursing. So I had already made up my mind. Like actually February just came and went. I was supposed to renew my nursing license. I didn't do it. I don't care. I don't want, I don't want that to fall back on. It's just the honest truth. And people might think that's foolish, but it's like, it's a crutch. I don't want it. Yeah, I, was gonna say, <laughs> I don't want it. Sometimes not having that crutch, it's it's all about lighting that fire under your ass. And if having that crutch is what's keeping you from like, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll kind of try this and but I'll keep my other job or I'll try this full time. But mm-hmm. if something fails, because that's the same thing with me, with nursing, like I, yeah. my and I know my mom hates it. She's like, well, why don't you just do like a part time, whatever. And I'm like, that's just not how that works. It's soul sucking. It's yeah, it's soul sucking. Like I would have to, I don't have like a bunch of nursing experience. I'd have to do a long orientation. I'd be stuck there. And I just wouldn't be able to focus on the business. I mean, the amount of growth that I've seen since I left healthcare, I mean, I put almost no time in before that. It was, I wouldn't even call it a part-time gig before. It was like, it was like PRN. It was literally just like, if I had time, (laughs) I would work on it, but I almost never did being in school and working and everything. So it really is just a shift. Um, And sometimes that shift is maybe away from, you know, that stable income and a shift into diving deeper into your business. And you just, I I truly yeah. believe if someone yeah. wants it enough, if you really, mm-hmm. truly want it enough, you're going to make it happen. So just. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I, um, yeah, I just saw the out and I, I took it, I put my foot in the door and, and went and ran like hell with it. And I'm so glad I did because if I would have just been like, Oh, I don't know. It's I should just stay. It's like, I'd probably still be there, you know? Ugh. Yeah, 100%. So yeah. Um, that's, I, <laughs> the answer is I reinvest all my money. I pay my bills, reinvest the rest. Mm-hmm. And, um, at, probably at the end of this year, I will put the brakes on a little bit. And, um, I listened to something earlier and they made a really good point. They're like, the beautiful thing about being a business owner is that you can go at whatever speed you want. So if you want to, you know, pedal to the metal, go fast and hard, you go fast and hard. If you need a little bit of a season to reset, slow down, you can do that. And it's like, I foresee me getting through the holidays and going really, really hard the rest of the year once I move into the new suite and just like crushing it. Like I have like huge goals and I'm just going to crush them. And I know that I am. And then probably January, February, I'm going to take a little time and just, um, 
sit back and then I'll probably ride the wave for the year after that of just building uh, my savings and getting into a position so that in a couple of years from now that I can buy my own building instead of renting and hopefully have more staff and all of that. But honestly, that's a big part of it too, is um, I have a employee who is, you know, full-time salary ish, you know, I would say. And so I always need to make sure that she gets paid. And um, that's like my my, my number one and two, well, three priorities. It's like pay my rent, pay my bills, obviously, um, pay her, make sure she gets her, her money and make sure that I have the money for animal rescue. And after that, it's like anything extra is just like a kiss. It's extra. And I just put it back into the business. So yeah, that was my very long winded answer for Amy and Amy. I just adore you. I just want to say that you're the best. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love it. Okay. We had another question from Luke from Johnson Co. Woodwork. Um, and he asked you, how's the dynamic with your man? Everyone always talks about <laughs> quote behind every successful and busy man is a strong woman, but not a lot about the opposite. Yeah. I think first and foremost, that's like a great question, but first and foremost, we really need to change that narrative and, um, and there needs to be more successful, busy, fun, loving, like just living life business women out there. And I'm excited to maybe cultivate that for some people and say that you can do it too. Um, he has been like, so I am married uh, to a man named Adam. He's lovely. He's like the most kind, charismatic human and has really been malleable and flexible as I have gone through this weird six years of transitions because you know there's a point in time where I think he was probably really concerned about my well-being and how I where I was at in life because I just like wasn't well and I've said this before I was not well I I was not well I was not the person he definitely met you know I was so jaded and irritable and angry and bitter and tired all the time and he you know he rode that wave and he did fantastic and I think you know he always he's always encouraged me to if what you're doing isn't making you happy, then you could change. I think he comes from a little bit more of a myopic view because he always just said you could go get a different nursing job. And I was, my thing was always, it doesn't matter where I'm a nurse, I'm going to be unhappy because I don't like the actual act of, of nursing. It doesn't matter what environment I'm in. It's all going to boil down to like, I don't like the actual career of nursing. And I don't care if I'm taking care of patients, you know, post-op. I don't care if I'm taking care of psychiatric patients. I don't care. It's like, I just didn't like the task of nursing and that's okay. Like I've really come to terms with that. And I don't think that makes me an uncompassionate person. I, I actually think I'm an incredibly compassionate person. It's just, that wasn't where my service was meant to be served. And so, um, you know, he is a firefighter and he's kind of, he's one of those people that in high school, he knew he probably wanted to be a firefighter and then went to, he became a paramedic uh, and then a firefighter in Oshkosh, which is really close to where we live. And, you know, he has always been content with that. He is excellent at customer service. He's wonderful with people. Um, I think maybe like his future lies somewhere in like politics to be honest because he's just like so good with people and really makes people feel valued and heard and he's always done a really good job with me going through all of my phases I think I mean I won't lie I think at times it was probably really frustrating for him to watch me struggle and and go through 16 different hobbies but 
Um, I just had a conversation with him last night and kind of told him where, where we were at in terms of numbers for the business this year compared to like last year. And I can tell that um, he's just like really excited for what's to come. And even this podcast, I think he's excited that I'm doing it. So I think he's just really opened up to not everybody is meant to do the blue collar or corporate stuff. And I think he's impressed in a lot of ways that I've just done the damn thing, you know, that I just took the leap and I'm just doing it anyways. Um, so I'm really fortunate. I really truly am. Cause I know a lot of people meet resistance with their partners when they want to try to do something else. Um, and he's, even when I quit my nursing job, he, I, I did not discuss that with him before I actually sent that email, which might be controversial for some people, but I didn't, I mean, it, we, I was tired of talking about it. It was six and a half years, you know, I was like, okay, what, what else is going to be said? Um, and he came home and I, I was crying. Cause I was like, I just like quit my nursing. Like, I just, I just like quit my nursing job. It was like a big deal. You know, like I was like, oh my God. And he came home and he, in his like most like loving way. Um, and he, like he uses humor to deflect sometimes, but it was like great. Cause I was like, I just, I have to tell you something. He's like, yeah. Oh my God. What's up? And I was like, I just quit my job. And he was like, he held out his hand in a joking manner, but he said, congratulations. And, but there was like sincerity behind it too, you know? And he like hand held out his hand to give me a handshake. Obviously he gave me a hug, but like, you know, that was his initial reaction was like, finally, like it's about damn time that you did that. And so I've been incredibly fortunate in that aspect of having a partner that rolls with all my crazy ideas and and sometimes tells me when maybe those ideas aren't the best but still supports when I do them anyways and all that stuff so that's like exactly what you need I know I know even in my time in the dating world or even not even necessarily dating like the networking people are like well you know I you have all these dreams as a businesswoman like I'm sure it's hard to find someone who doesn't like it's hard to find someone who isn't threatened and doesn't take who is who is just conditionally support or unconditionally supportive sorry yeah and it doesn't doesn't take it as threatening because I mean I think that is kind of sometimes a natural thing I mean really for anybody when someone you're with is so focused so driven and successful and I know I've dealt with exes who are extremely did not handle any of that very well and it 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 sucks I mean it really it 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 affects your mindset it affects your your drive um yeah so yeah a big thing. And, and he's he's doing he's doing you're doing great sweetie you're doing great <laughs> sweetie yeah and you know for all the people that would have an issue with that I'd be like well that's a you problem that's not a me yeah, problem and I'm yeah. not gonna like coddle you while you deal with your go to therapy. masculine we, we insecurity seriously go to therapy yeah. like, <laughs> like you know I, so if I there's somebody that isn't supportive that. yeah I would just say like tough titties you know like yeah. go figure it out that's <laughs> that's your baggage, you know, and I'm not going to carry it around with me. And yeah. I hate to be that way and be that yeah. blunt about it, but it's just the truth. It's like, yeah, my, my back hurts mm-hmm. enough from carrying around all the other stuff that I'm <laughs> I not going to Yeah, I've got my own stuff, which we'll talk about later, yeah, but we'll, it's we'll like, pack that. yeah, so those are, those are the couple questions. I do have a couple, like kind of for both of us, I guess. Um, I think it's Mari. I hope I'm saying it right, but it's Mari or Mary. I'm going to go with Mari from Sawdust and Stain. And she asks, and this is like a really. I've been staring at this question. I don't even know. What does success mean to you? Oof. (sighs) Loaded. 
Loaded. Loaded. But Loaded. maybe not. Maybe we're like way overcomplicating yeah, that's it. I'll what, let you go first. That would not shock me in the slightest. Um, man, I really, I think it, especially in today's society, we see success can be so objective, like that you, how much money you're making, you know, maybe even material wise, like what car do you drive? What house do you live in? Like if you have these things on this checklist, like you're successful, but I think I think not even just us, but society is really kind of transitioning away from like everybody needs to be working for somebody, a blue collar job, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, you go to school and you do this and you have a job and you have kids and then eventually they grow up and you retire and that's it. And I think there are a lot of people these days that are changing that narrative and I don't see, I mean, I think success is, you know, is obviously seen differently by everybody. I I tie a lot of it to more to just like how, like my happiness yes. and if I'm feeling personally fulfilled by what I'm doing rather than money. And I mean, I love nice things, you know, I, 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 I love the nice things in life and, you know, right now we're both, both of us, especially myself are all my money is going towards the business all my time's going towards the business I don't have some swanky house or a swanky car I drive a Toyota RAV4 <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's, it's a good car but it you know it's I it's been a lot of mind shift for me especially it's been hard up here in Chicago because everyone's like what car do you drive what what would what you know part of the city do you live in do you live in this condo Got that RAV. <laughs> literally I'm like pull off my RAV4 beep 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 <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> so that has been, it has been a little challenging. I do kind of get in my head sometimes. I'm like, oh, look at all these people that are, they're traveling all the time and doing this and that. And I know that the stage that I'm in, that's just not, that's not success to me right now. Success to me is being able to wake up and work for myself and really dive into these things that I've really put on a back burner working in healthcare and in my last relationships, I myself and what I wanted to do was put on the back burner burner so much that I didn't even know what I wanted to do. Like I just, it wasn't even a thought. I went to work, I got a paycheck, I paid my bills and there was no clarity anymore. There's no clarity. You're so stuck in that cycle. I know we've talked about that quite a bit, but success to me is, is pushing against that. Mm -hmm. And looking at all the things that I have accomplished and knowing that I'm just getting started um, yeah, and seeing where I can be in a couple months and a year and 10 years from now. I mean, way more quote unquote, even objective success than had I stayed in my healthcare job and in the same cycle that I was in for so many years. And I try to remind myself I'm 26. Yeah, I feel like right, a- I, I feel personally like I'm behind but at the same time, I feel like I, I have I have a lot of time left. Tons and I'm just trying to make there's people the listening to this like rolling their eyes right now, like, <laughs> oh my god, she's only twenty six. I'm annoying, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying you have so much time. No, I know. I have to like I do have to remind myself that and be patient. It's it really comes down to patience for me because I'm just I'm like, I want to do this and this and this and I want it to be done now. So that's mm-hmm. something I've been working on. And I think, I mean, it all kind of ties into the success. I think, like you said, it's just a loaded question. And everybody I know answers it differently. And society makes it hard to answer it in an authentic way and not like, oh, well, 
I've got all this money. My salary yeah. is this. And, um, which is great. If that's what people want, if that's how you see success, then that's, that's you, but it's not, and not snaps how and claps I see for you. It. Snaps and claps yeah. for you all day. Like good for you. I'm, I'm happy for you, but mm-hmm. not how I see it. Yeah. So yes. what about you? Oh, yeah. Really hard question to answer. Cause I think if you asked me this question, if you would have asked me this question a year ago, my answer would be different than it is now. And I think same. if you ask me a question, the same question a year from now, it's going to be different. But I think right now success for me, um, success for me is being able to wake up in the morning and be excited for my day to not have dread which is like so relieving like it's so relieving to not dread my life anymore um it's to help other people in any way that I can realize that they have like this amazing potential and even if they can't see it I see it and I'll help you see it for yourself um it's helping to constantly serve the community of animal rescue and basically at the end of the day if I can go to bed knowing that I did everything that I know to do in the moment in in this moment of my life if I use the tools that I have now and do the best that I can with them and I go to bed at the end of the day and I I can say I I did I did a good I, I had a good day like I did good things today um to me, that's like successful for me right now. And if like, I've just really lately been striving for a lot of self-improvement, self-development, really getting introspective with myself. Um, when you know better, you do better, right? So I'm just like constantly trying to like know more and do better and, and open up the gates for myself to like basically help other people do the same. And obviously like, you know, successful relationships right I mean successful finances successful all of that stuff plays into it too but like personal success like really where I find that peace and that question is is service to others both animals that need it and people that need it you know it's just like that feels really homey to me right now like I feel really at home in that space and if I can like hold on to that that to me is is success in this moment Um, And I might have a different answer a year from now. I might say uh, success this year means I'm going to make $3 million. You know, I don't know what what that'll be. Um, But as long as this year I'm paying my bills and keeping the business afloat and donating lots of money to Animal Rescue and hopefully helping a community of people live to their full potential, that would move me to tears. And if I can have those moments of being so grateful for the space that I'm in in my life that I can be moved to tears, that's successful. so it's it's um, evolving every day truly I mean like you said it's what success means to either of us or anybody in this moment of time is likely not going to be what it's even a week or months or years from now it's going to be different and that's normal and I think what should I mean I think that should be the case if you're if you see success it's like I'm going to make whatever I think it's it's better to have like some of those smaller goals and I mean at least I need to break them down because I mean I could be like oh in 10 years I want to make like five million dollars I was just gonna say like you can have these like macro level goals and you can have like micro level goals right so like in the next three months where do you want to see yourself what would make you feel successful in the next 10 years what's going to make you successful but like I guess for me 
right now success is just like in this moment of right now what would feel successful and um i'm gonna make my vision board you know this week and i'm gonna post it on my blog on the blog not my blog our blog but i will share with you guys a vision for my life of what i have and those will include superficial materialistic things and it'll include wholesome things and everything in between and so yeah i'm i'm posting it partially for accountability but also it's like i want to see what happens in a year from now or two years from now and for other people look back and be like oh my god look at her board she just did like that's what that was a big thing like us diving into this podcast in general at first we're like nobody's gonna listen and then it's like nobody even if one person listens and it affects them in any way like that's a win and yes and in the meantime that was our yeah that was our literally our goal mark our goal He's got to sort of start somewhere. Well, but yeah. even then, I was like, well, you know, at the very least, even if no, not a single soul listens, we can look back in a year and be like, look at where we were. Look what we were saying and look at where we're at now and where we're going. I think if nothing else, so it's profound. for us and our journey. Yeah. But we like document every little, little step. Yes. Because someday it's yeah. going to be like, oh, wow. Like you really did start from, from uh, just a little dream that. Well, it all has to start somewhere, you know, like Oprah didn't start off with an entire network, you know, she started off as a news anchor at a news station somewhere, you know, it's like Chicago. Um, So it's like, everybody starts somewhere, you know, Uh, I just read uh, Colonel Sanders retired when he was 65. He was like flat broke and he started KFC when he was 65. So like... (laughs) I didn't know you he know, was old and he was retired. Yeah, he started crazy. at 65. So my other point is no matter where you're at in life, how old you are, how young you are, where you're at with your job, whatever, it's never too late. It's never. It's never too late. The only thing so, holding you back is you holding yourself back. So just just do it. It's never, never too late. One more question. This will be the last question that we answer for this episode. But Miss Maggie over at Lou's Foster Lounge. Hi, Maggie. I just adore you. <laughs> I know I say that all the time, but I do. Um, okay, this is her question. She had a lot of emojis and a lot of scaredy faces and sad faces and crying faces, which I totally get. Um, okay, this is her question. What do you do when you have no idea how to start said business, like managing, hiring staff, pay stubs, poop your pants type of shit? That's what she said. <laughs> hard things are scary that's what she said hard things are scary yes Yes. they are yes they're scary and i don't know i lean into that scary stuff gets (laughs) me excited yeah if it's not if it's not scary try harder try nestle into the chaos a little yeah like reframe it so it's like this doesn't have to be like oh this is so scary and it's bad scary it could be like your fear serves a purpose for you in a lot of things in your life like obviously if you're uh, hiking down a trail and there's a mountain lion fear serves you in that moment but your fear to start a business or your fear or your if or whatever surrounding it I'm gonna guess it's fear I don't well you did say it's scary so I guess I'm not projecting that onto you um that's not serving you it's not serving you no, here it's um, reframing I think I think fear can is always seen as a negative thing but I really, it, I mean, it all comes down to reframing. I see fear as kind of that fire under my ass. Like, I feel like if I'm not scared, if I'm not nervous, if I'm, and, and those are all words that I don't really use to describe how I'm feeling. I was even talking to you before we started recording how this last week, like, I don't even, I wouldn't even call it anxiety, just it's excitement. 
it's it's things are things are happening and if you can you can frame it as it's fear and it's scary and it's you know super and your anxiety ridden or you can frame it as this is me stepping out of the cycle that I'm in that I do not like and this is the momentum that I've been wanting and you know there's really not much growth in comfort um growth is usually pretty uncomfortable and and I think I've finally learned to embrace that discomfort but it's not easy I know I I went through so many phases and I still do where it's like oh my god what am I doing what am I doing yes <laughs> I ask myself that all the time but I just do it anyways <laughs> you just do it <laughs> we're like oh, I know I know it's full like so send. <laughs> full send like eh. okay Here's my thing, too. I'm going to give you, like, a practical answer in this as well. Because, okay, I'm reading this, and I can feel your overwhelm through the questions. Like, (laughs) you are 17 steps ahead of yourself, which is great. Like, you're a planner. I could tell that you're a planner because you're already thinking, like, if I were to start a business. Which, like, also, I'm just super curious where this question comes from and I'm really excited for whatever is on your noggin right now and what's on your heart and I would love to talk to you about that so like message me (laughs) but whatever it is okay so you're already thinking like okay how do you manage how do you hire staff how do you do pay stubs how do you do all this stuff it's like whoa 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 like let's take a moment let's just like take a moment okay get really quiet you don't have to figure that out in one sitting you don't even have to figure that out in one week like you just don't And there are people that know more than you that you can hire. And I know hiring people sounds scary. The very first practical piece of advice I will give anybody starting a business, I don't care what kind of business it is, do not do your own accounting right from the get-go. Hire a CPA. It will be an investment that you will thank yourself for when tax season is among you, like Mm -hmm. is upon you. Hire a CPA. And usually those CPAs will be able to get you in touch. Like I have a CPA who does not actually do my income taxes. She does my state taxes and make sure that I'm like all up to speed on that. But in doing that, she is also actually, um, they are like entrepreneur consultants. So I can ask her a lot of questions along the way. So most CPAs have somebody in their wheelhouse that they can point you to, to say like, well, I can't answer those questions, but like, Barbara down at, you know, whatever consulting company can help you answer some of those questions. So there's not so much overwhelm. Honestly, uh, in terms of like hiring staff and pay stubs and all that kind of like, I would say really logistical stuff, that's not going to be your hard part. I mean, that's like all the logistics, right? That's just, that's going to be, that's going to be, I feel like that's focusing on, um, how do I want to say it? It's just it's getting focusing ahead on of the yourself. details when you need to focus on the bigger picture and start from the beginning. And I feel like I relate to that with this apparel stuff that I'm doing. And you know, like like I think you started with Fox and Finn, and some of like a lot of people do start where you just kind of start just start doing it and like let the rest of the stuff fall into place. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of people do that, and you find and you can still be successful. Um, and sometimes uh, with this apparel, it's definitely been a different experience because I'm trying to really do it the right way from the get go with trademarks mm-hmm. and this and that. But I know I felt that way not even a month ago. And, and you, Morgan, are the one that kind of got me out of that cycle where I'm like, oh, my God, there's this and this and this. Like, there's so much stuff. And it's and I think it really is our subconscious talking us out of it. 
and yes. because it's just like all these like things like hiring staff and pay stubs it's like all this is like white noise right like you're just like covering yourself with white noise and really at the heart of it it's like whoa just like center yourself for a second and say like what is the goal that I want to accomplish maybe just start yourself with like what's what would make me feel lit up and like what is the goal of what is the service that I'm going to offer others to light myself up and then just start your business plan from there and say okay like I'm just going to use the idea of a cat cafe. I have like literally no idea if that's even in your wheelhouse of what you want to do at all. But I know we had discussed like briefly doing that. So I'm just going to use that as like a starting point. But it's like, okay, so like first just get like get your journal out. okay, and just write like give yourself like 10, 15, 20 minutes and just do a stream of consciousness of like what you want your cafe to look like, what you want it to feel like, where you want your coffee to be, where you want it to be from, what what is the feeling you want when people walk in, what kind of decor do you want, who do you want to be working for you, what kind of people do you want to be working for you, do you want it to be, do you want it to be people of all kinds, do you want it to be like predominantly women, do you want it to be like, who do you, who do you want, what kind of traits do you want them to have, okay, and then you just start to like develop this like really slowly and, and intentionally, right, like just really intentionally think about all of these at these attributes and then you eventually get to the point later on after you've made a clear vision for yourself okay so these are the types of people I want to hire so then Mm -hmm. eventually someday you know like down the road when you get to the point of needing to hire people then you have a clear vision of like I want compassionate people who show up on time who I know um, we'll do X, Y, and Z. And you have this like really clear vision. And then you just look for that and you kind of put it out there mm-hmm. to the universe or source energy, whatever you want to call it. I know that's woo woo. That's how I am. Okay. Just like sit <laughs> with it for a minute. Um, but you put it out there and you set your intentions and then you interview for those people and you interview until you find somebody that you really feel comfortable with, that you could have that relationship with, you know? And as far as managing, I guarantee you already manage 900 things in your life. You just already do. You manage how your interactions with people you work with. You man- manage your interactions with your husband. You interact with your, um, you know, the people that you foster with, like the the cats. I mean, you have like this whole slew of people. You already do people interactions. Managing is really just human interaction, and it's just giving people a little more guidance. You know, it's just. That's all it is. So, like, don't talk yourself out of something before you've even given your chan- yeah. yourself the chance to, like, get real with it. Like, pay stubs, give that to your CPA. You know what my CPA told me? We use QuickBooks, like, Intuit. And um, I am transitioning from having, like, a, a contract employee to getting certified to actually have, like, a legitimate employee whatever, but I've just been doing like quote unquote contract work because it's served me well for the last six months, but it's time to actually become an employer. You can get like workman's comp. You can do all of that through QuickBooks and they have like different tiers and stuff. And then your CPA just double checks, you know, that everything is that everything is right. And then that paycheck automatically gets paid out. Um, There are people that know more than you in every aspect, and it doesn't always cost you a ton of money to consult with these people. A lot of people you can actually talk to for free. And there's so much information on Google, which I know it can be really overwhelming, but pick like two or three sources, go on YouTube, see what they have to say. Don't get overwhelmed by the naysayers because there will always be those videos on YouTube where it's like, well, you shouldn't start a coffee business because X, Y, and Z. It's like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to do it anyways. Like, that's some, you know, some small dick energy. We don't need that. <laughs> 
but I think there, so, and we could do a yeah. whole a whole thing on outsourcing and I, I do want to do a whole episode kind of a revolving around that because I think and you and I especially we we end up coming back to this like okay well if we can't have if someone if you can't trust someone else to do it we'll just do it ourselves and yeah. that can be so overwhelming especially when you're starting out with just an idea and I know that when I had the this apparel idea before I really have developed more of a vision I remember telling you I was like I I don't even think I can do this I just it was basically subconsciously I was going through all those little logistical things but like you said you don't have to figure those out right away and you really have like vision before logistics do the vision first don't yeah don't even just shut your mind down when those logistical things get in your head that's subconscious shit just turn it off put it if you if you really want to write it down on a list and put that list somewhere away for a little bit until you're ready to get there because if you don't have that vision too because like what why why would you even start with those logistics if you don't have that that vision you're just you're gonna end up probably having to do things more than once because you're gonna be like oh well it's not exactly how I wanted it to happen I didn't I I, this is actually how I wanted it but I started with the logistics and really didn't have the direction that I needed at first which you know yeah, just get really clear and really settle yourself in and make yourself a cup of coffee or tea or whatever and get your little cutie cat with your diaper with its diaper on and put it in your lap and give it a pet and then just like close your eyes with the little cat in your lap and just say like okay, like I'm just going to let all these ideas come to me and just let yourself get excited over it before you get scared over it. And also, fun trick, um I learned this from Brené Brown. Did you know that fear and excitement are rooted in the same place in your brain? So if you're scared or nervous or anxious about something, you start to tell yourself, I'm so excited about this because it starts to rewire your brain to view fear as excitement and it comes from the same place. So basically, you're like, I'm afraid because I have to hire somebody. I'm excited because I get to find the perfect person to work for me. I'm scared because I have to figure out payroll. I'm excited because I have a business that I am able to pay other people and give them income. Like it's all how you phrase it, right? And just start taking all of those fears and reframing it. I am scared that I'm going to have to find a building to operate this out of and that I won't be able to afford it. I'm so excited to find the perfect space to give people the feeling that I want them to feel when they come into my establishment. Like I'm so excited to find the perfect place in my budget that I can do that. And then you just have to go at it with tenacity, right? Like when I bought my house, I, I know I said in the first episode, I was just shy of 20. I ax- I meant to say 21, but I was just shy of 21 when I bought my first house. Do you think the first bank that I went to gave me a loan? hard stop. No, I had to go to like three or four different places to find somebody that would give me a loan, like literally. And I just didn't stop. I kept going. I just kept going. Somebody said no. And they'd be like, well, you're just too young. You're not really qualified. You want to move to a city that you you don't even live in right now. How are you going to make that work? And I wrote all these letters and I, I just kept going until I found somebody that said yes. And then I did it. You know, it's just don't get hung up on like your, your nose and somebody else's nose. Just breathe into it. Let yourself be excited over it. I'm excited for the opportunity to offer whatever service it is, whatever thing you want people to have. I'm so excited and all of the pieces that come along with it. Now, 
a year into your business, you might discover, I really hate uh, cleaning out the coffee machine or the espresso machine, or I don't know. I'm just still going back to the cat cafe because it's all I know. Then you have other people that do that for you. But in the beginning, just get really excited and get curious about things. Instead of going at things with fear, just come at it with curiosity. What does it mean to do a pay stub? Why is it like that? Who do I pay? Who do I have to ask to do this? Like You just get curious about things and you get excited instead of being fearful. And I think really reframing everything in that way is going to help you. And just like shake off the anxiety. Shake it off. You're fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Fear is boring. Fear is so boring. Don't be boring. <laughs> Don't be boring. Just shake off the fear. You're fine. Okay. Just and trust Maggie, us. like side note, like if there is something specific that you want to bounce around, like, you know, my DMs are always open because I would just love to, I would love to foster whatever idea you have or bounce things around. And it could be something I've completely not even thought of yet, which would be super exciting. So anyways, I hope that helps answer, alleviate some of that anxiety around around starting a business because obviously your your wheels are spinning otherwise you wouldn't have asked that mm-hmm. i'm so excited so, <sighs> okay that was fun that. i feel like that, that was a whole episode in itself I know. <laughs> but-